Hey there, this is Jason Hensley with the Magnify Him Together podcast, and I hope that you have had a good week. In this episode, we are going to be talking about peace. Now, I want you to just spend a little bit of time letting that word soak in. What do you think about when someone says peace? For me, my thoughts go to something like world peace, to when the Lord Jesus returns and everything is calm, there's harmony, when everyone accepts his way. Maybe you also think of peace with God. You know, that because of the Lord Jesus, we now can have peace with God. There's this reconciliation. Or maybe you think about inner peace. You know, that's kind of similar to the peace with God idea. But I think because of peace with God, we have this inner peace. We don't have this constant struggle or frustration with our inability to perform. We recognize that God is good. We recognize his kindness. We recognize that the victory has been won, and we just have to participate in that. So we have inner peace. But the kind of peace that we're going to talk about today is a little bit different, and maybe it's a kind of peace that we don't often consider. And that's interpersonal peace. That's peace between individuals. I think it's interesting because this is a peace that is emphasized quite a bit. You know, blessed are the peacemakers, the ones who are creating peace amongst others. The Apostle Paul says, as much as is possible, live at peace with everyone. So it's definitely talked about in Scripture, and yet I think sometimes, you know, we focus on being kind, we focus on being loving, and maybe we just don't think about all of these as aspects of peace. So let's just think about how this peace works. Because my suggestion to you is, in fact, that this interpersonal peace is very much linked to that peace with God and that inner peace. So consider this. If you follow the Apostle Paul's argument through the Epistle to the Romans, you'll notice this. In Romans chapter 3, he's talking about humanity. He discusses how humanity has fallen. And one of those things that he says in Romans 3 is that they do not know peace. There's no knowledge of peace in humanity. And yet, in Romans 5, in order to correct that, consider what Paul says. So, humanity doesn't know peace, but now in Romans 5, he says, Romans 5 verse 1, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So the Lord Jesus brought us that peace. There was no peace, and now the Lord brought it. I think that's things that we know. We recognize that as part of the gospel message. And yet there's another piece to this that maybe we don't often consider. And that's the therefore. It's really interesting. After Paul expounds on the gospel from Romans 1 to 11, in Romans 12, verse 1, he says, Therefore... And he starts talking about how all of this gospel that he has explained, how it all applies to our lives. The things we believe aren't just 
what we believe because they're important, but they're what we believe because that affects how we live. And so he says, therefore, this is how we're supposed to live. And one of those things that he brings out is live at peace with all. That's what he says in Romans 12. And then he gives an example of what this looks like. And this is fascinating. In Romans 14, there's this discussion about does it matter what people eat? There were Jews in the Ecclesia who had grown up and known that, that God had given particular laws as far as what they were supposed to eat. So he talks in Romans 14, does it matter what you eat? Or some people really wanted to celebrate certain Jewish holidays. So does that matter? Did you have to? And so what Paul is doing in Romans 14 is he's discussing can you eat certain things that maybe you couldn't eat under the law? What if you don't celebrate these particular holidays? And this is how he finishes his discussion, or this at least, maybe it's not how he finishes, but it's, it's essentially his crowning point here. The crowning point is Romans 14 and verse 17. Romans 14, verse 17. Look at what he says. He says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Do you see what he's saying here? You know, you read this and you think, What? I, I thought we were talking about food. I thought we were talking about holidays. Why are we all of a sudden talking about the kingdom? Paul's point is, we are supposed to live like we're in the kingdom now. And so he says the kingdom is peace. Now, do you notice this use of peace? This is that interpersonal peace. And you know what's interesting about that? He then goes on to explain why all of this connects to Christ. See, at this point, it's just the kingdom of God is peace, and so we want to live like we're in the kingdom now, so we need to be peaceful. Then he goes on in Romans 15, and consider what he says here. Romans 15, verse 1, he says, We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. So he says we have to learn to work together. It's still the same idea of live at peace. Verse 2 says, Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. It's the same context. Live at peace. Verse 3, look at this. For Christ did not please himself. Oh, interesting. That's the reason. The reason we live at peace, the reason the kingdom of God is peace, is because... That's what Christ lived. In other words, this is a link straight back to Romans 5, where Paul says we have peace with God through Christ. That this peace that we have with God is linked to the interpersonal peace. Just as the Lord Jesus brought peace to humanity, we are supposed to be trying to do the same thing. So we are supposed to see the Lord's work of bringing peace between us and God as the introduction to our work of bringing peace 
to each other. By bringing peace, we follow Christ. This interpersonal peace isn't just a, oh, well, you know, that would be nice if we could get along. It's a, this is a key part of the gospel. This is how we follow the Lord. By learning to work together, even when it's hard. By appreciating one another. By bringing that peace. So, let's go out there. And let's treasure these relationships. Let's be peacemakers. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on the Magnify Him Together podcast.